Welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back. I am, as I record this, uh, planning a trip to Spain. I'm actually leaving next week. I am so excited. I'm going to be visiting some friends and some family. And actually, uh, many of you might not know that I actually grew up in Spain. My early years uh, were there. And while I have been back a couple times, um, I'm really looking forward to going back and taking my children and showing them some of my old uh, stomp, stomping grounds. And I think it's just going to be really special. I'm super looking forward to it. And, you know, I will be sure to be giving you guys some updates from my trip. And, you know, just in any case, I'm curious if you're planning to travel this summer and maybe where you're going to be going, um, you know, if you're going to be going anywhere fun. And so, you know, today's topic is how to lose weight on vacation. And I know that this is a hot topic because for so many of us, we just think that it's a given that we're going to gain weight while we're on vacation. And let me tell you, I am totally planning on enjoying myself. I will be absolutely eating delicious Spanish food, paella, tortilla española, that's Spanish tortilla, that's made with potatoes and eggs. And of course, tapas, croquetas de bacalao are my favorite. That's cod croquettes. I'm going to be enjoying all of these things. And I don't plan on gaining a single ounce. And I'll tell you what I'm planning to do. So listen up. Okay, so, you know, number one, what I actually just said was telling you what I'm planning on doing. And you get to do that for yourself. You get to decide for yourself. If you're going on vacation, do you plan on gaining weight, maintaining weight, or losing weight? And there is no right or wrong answer here. Okay. Now, you may never officially say that you want to gain weight, but that may come in the form of actually saying you want a few extra drinks or you may want a few extra appetizers or croquetas de bacalao, right? You see where I'm going with this? It can be a little sneaky. So decide ahead of time. Are you okay gaining weight, right? Like even if you don't say you want to gain weight, be honest with yourself and, and decide ahead of time. It doesn't have to be a surprise. And again, there is no right or wrong. So it's perfectly fine to say you're okay with gaining weight, but notice the difference between saying that you're okay gaining weight versus telling yourself that you're assuming that you're going to gain weight, like it's a losing battle. And that really takes me to point number two, which is really don't assume failure. Don't assume that going on vacation needs to automatically mean that you're going to gain weight. Okay, it's not a foregone co conclusion, but I'll tell you what is when you give up before you've even arrived at your destination, then that is a recipe for failure. Okay, and, and again, I'm not telling you that you need to maintain or even lose weight on vacation, but just the act of deciding ahead of time can can actually set your intention so that you're happy with your reasons. That's actually really the goal. 
right? Is like to just be happy with what you're actually doing. The worst is to say, oh man, I don't want to be gaining weight. And then to gain weight and to have it almost be like a surprise. I'd much rather you going into your trip saying like, this is what I intend to do and then doing it. Okay. So I'm kind of backing up to, to point number one again, but back to point number two, you don't need to assume that it's a losing battle. Okay. So by, by thinking ahead of time that it's just like a losing battle, you're really creating a situation for yourself where it will be a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're creating an environment for yourself to gain weight, you know, just by saying F it. Okay. If you say F it, there's a higher chance that you will be correct, that it will be challenging for you. And then you won't be in a position where you're going to make mindful choices. So in other words, I guess what I'm trying to tell you with this point number two is that you actually get to take a positive mindset with you. You get to decide right? You get to decide if you'll gain weight, maintain weight, or lose weight. And you get to decide the attitude with which you're going to take into your vacation. So instead of assuming that it's going to be a a losing battle, you can take with you a positive mindset. Did you actually know? Side note, FYI, a positive mindset will fit in your suitcase at no added extra baggage fee. Okay, you're welcome. (laughs) Point number three, you get to focus on what's in your control. Okay. So no matter where you are or with whom or whatever activities or whatever restaurants that you're going to be going to, uh, unless you are actually like actively going to be force fed. And by that, I mean like restrained, like held down and being forced to eat. Okay. Short of that, you are actually in control of what goes in in your mouth. And that's just the truth. So the more you outsource your control to the situation or to other people, the less in control you're going to feel. And the less in control you feel, the less likely you will be to take control of things that are actually in your control. All right. So what does this mean for me? Well, For my family, we really enjoy food. We love looking up restaurants ahead of time. And, you know, we might not, you know, make restaurant reservations ahead of time, but we are going to have a few places in mind, a few restaurants in mind that we're looking forward to going to. Okay. And then we might use that as like a scaffolding of our trip. We might check out the surrounding neighborhoods. We might, you know, check out menus ahead of time. We might decide what we're looking forward to eating. We might anticipate the food that we're going to order. We might even make sure, and this is a really big one, that we want to save up our appetite for a meal right? And I'll tell you, one of the things that I've done in the past on numerous occasions is I've gone places and I have really, um, you know, barely felt any hunger throughout the duration of my vacation. And I'll tell you in truth, that's like 
the worst. I don't enjoy vacations where I'm not feeling any hunger. To be honest with you, there's a thought process in my mind that I'm excited to try all the different food and there's so many, uh, you know, restaurants maybe and eating opportunities. And so I almost get sad that there aren't more eating opportunities available in, in a given, you know, week or however many days I'm going to be at that location. Um, but what I'll tell you is, what I have learned is that actually saving my appetite is something that I, that that's actually in my control and helps me enjoy meals all the more. And that actually really leads me to my next point, which is that you don't need to act out of FOMO. Now, FOMO, for those of you that aren't familiar, that's the fear of missing out. And I used to think that I wanted to try every single conceivable thing that was available to me, you know, like everything. And, 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 and if that's you and you want to try every last thing and it works for you, then that is great. But I want to offer you an alternative and that, and, and this has really worked for me quite well. And that is to really decide in advance that it's okay if I don't actually try everything. I will be totally fine. So let's say, for example, let's say you're in Italy and there's a bunch of gelaterias, you know, gelato places, ice cream places. You go in and there's like 80 different flavors and you could tell yourself like, I need to come back at, you know, every meal or every single day to try as many flavors as humanly possible, right? You could tell yourself that. Or the alternative would be to tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to come here a few times on my vacation and I'll try a few flavors and whatever quantity I have will be just right. And in that regard, you're not going to concern yourself over all of the flavors that you're not trying, right? Like you could really just go down a long rabbit hole of being upset that you're not trying every last thing. In reality, it may be next to impossible to try everything. Maybe logistically, it could be really hard to do. And so, you know, on some level, we have to remember that we could be putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to try every last thing. And kind of going back to my last point about wanting to have an appetite and wanting to truly enjoy things, you know, you may not really enjoy as much if you're kind of thinking to yourself that you're going to miss out if you don't try it, right? So for me personally, it's really helpful to think about things in terms of, you know, I may not try everything here and that's okay. What I am going to try, I'm going to truly enjoy. And if I want more of it, I can. And if I don't, that's fine too. But I don't need to concern myself with trying to, um, you know, really try every single last thing. And and that kind of actually segues, segues into my next point, which is really thinking about maximizing pleasure. Now, um, you know, when, when we think about pleasure, for me, when it comes to food, it really means waiting until I'm actually hungry, right? Which which I kind of alluded to, or rather directly talked to, you know, before. And, and so what that really also means for me is, you know, leaving the sensation, like leaving with a sensation of actually wanting more. 
Like I actually see that as a desirable thing. And 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 stay with me here for a second because I know that this can be a little counterintuitive. But just going back to this analogy of, you know, going to a gelato place in Italy and, you know, let's say you have the gelato over and over and over and over. And like every day you're having it, let's say 10 times, right? Like you're trying to try all 80 flavors before you leave. Like at some point there's, you know, if you, you kind of think about economics, right? There's like that law of diminishing returns, right? At some point you, you, you're going to kind of not have as much pleasure from the gelato, right? Like, you might actually just say like, I'm all set. I don't want any more, right? You might say no more. No, thank you. And on some level, it's okay and maybe even desirable to not have nearly as much to to leave Italy wanting some more gelato, right? Now, this is obviously an extreme example. I'm not suggesting you're going to go for gelato 10 times every single day. But what I'm saying is that so frequently you know, when we think about maximizing the pleasure of any given eating opportunity, we are taught that more is better. And what I'm saying is, is that, you know, what if the opposite is true? What if, you know, not necessarily less is more, but that like, there's an adequate portion for you and your body and your appetite. And quitting while you're ahead might really maximize your level of pleasure from that experience. So if I were to go to Italy and enjoy gelato, or I should really be talking about Spain and the croquetas de bacalao, you know, I want to enjoy them, but I also don't want to get sick of them. I want to leave Spain looking forward to the next time that I'll have them. And so truly, in my mind, the best case scenario is to leave wanting more. Like there's actually nothing wrong with that. And, you know, maybe, of course, you've heard the expression, you know, too much of a good thing just isn't so good, right? Or maybe with a similar example, like mm, a rule that I've heard, you know, visiting family, three or four days is enough, right? More than that. And maybe you've overstayed your welcome. Of course, that's not like a real rule. That's just something I've heard of, right? But I want you to really think about that in terms of, um, you know, just the bigger picture, which is, you know, how can you enjoy whatever food it is that you want to enjoy and quit while you're ahead and leave wanting a little bit more? Like, what if that's actually not a negative thing, right? All right. So then this really leads me to my next point, which is, you know, when you do eat whatever yummy things it is that you're looking forward to eating on your vacation, slow down and just actually savor it. So frequently we're running around in our regular lives and we are just eating in a rush. And truly, if you can't slow down when you're on vacation, I don't know when you can, right? But that doesn't happen automatically. It happens when we make a concerted decision to tell ourselves we just want to slow down, we want to savor something, and we don't need to be eating more of something in order to truly enjoy it, right? Okay, the next thing I want to talk to you about is, is just finding alternative sources of joy outside of food. Now, I, I don't know about you, but when I travel, I, of course, enjoy the local food, 
But there's also so much else to enjoy, right? Like, what do you enjoy doing when you're on a trip? Do you enjoy the local music or shows, maybe art or museums or walking? Is it connecting with people, right? Is it having conversations with people that maybe you haven't seen in a long time or conversing with your family that maybe even if you live with them, you haven't really had a chance to connect in a really meaningful way? What are you there to do, like on your vacation, right? Even if food is the main event, there are definitely other things as well. Food is only one part of the experience. So how can you open yourself up to the opportunity to really soak up other areas of the experience besides food? I promise that you can get really, really creative. All right. And so then, you know, another thing I want to just bring up here is it's normal to have moments where maybe you do overeat and it's better to expect it, not in a pessimistic sense, but for example, for me going to Spain, it is possible that I may have meals where I overeat in the same way that there's times when I'm at home that I overeat and I don't need to beat myself up. I'm not saying that it's automatic that I will overeat. I'm not, do you notice the difference? I'm not necessarily, you know, forecasting or predicting that I will constantly overeat. But instead, what I'm saying is that I'm acknowledging it's possible there may be some meals where I overeat and I don't need to beat myself up over it. I don't need to, you know, really um, berate myself or, you know, think that it means that I'm going to automatically gain weight while I'm I'm on vacation. Instead, what I can do is I can say, you know, what is the next best decision that I can make? If I overate, can I commit to really not eating again until I feel true hunger? Can I make sure I'm hydrated nicely and drinking water? Can I perhaps move my body and, you know, go for a walk or do some type of light activity so that I feel better, right? This is how we learn from our mistakes and really take care of ourselves instead of, you know, shoving our mistakes under the rug or worse, you know, seeing it as, oh yeah, I knew I was going to do that and I know therefore the rest of the vacation will just be an overeating fest. Do you see the difference? That second line of thinking is going to be much more likely to lead me to overeat at my next meal, to think, you know, screw it, I already overate once, now I'm just doomed. And so you get to really take advantage of the opportunity to be compassionate with yourself if and when you do overeat and to be mindful of the next best decision that you get to make for yourself without it necessarily, you know, turning into a domino effect of further overeating episodes. Okay. So, you know, the last thought that I really want to leave you with is, is really this question of, you know, why are you going on vacation to begin with? What is it that you hope to get out of this vacation? This is going to influence your attitude towards food choices while you're on your trip. So, you know, for example, if you're on and off diets all throughout the year and you're feeling really restricted and deprived on all of these different diets, 
you may very well be going into your vacation thinking, you know, this is finally the time I get to eat whatever I want and to stop thinking about what I should or shouldn't be eating. Notice how that single thought may not really help you to make the best decisions possible for yourself while you're on your vacation. You know, in contrast, what would it look like for you to take care of yourself all year round? To ask yourself, like, what do I really need? And and not feel guilty to take time for yourself when you need it. I'm not talking about hours and hours, right? Like we're all busy people. <laughs> we don't all have tons of time. But what, it, what would it look like for you to be able to, you know, eat foods that you actually enjoy every single day of the year, you know, without guilt, so that when you go on vacation, sure, you look forward to the possibility of eating new foods, but you're not necessarily in a mindset of, you know, I have to get these foods while I can because otherwise I'm trying to be on my best behavior all the other months of the year, right? And so th- this really segues into, um, you know, thinking about what foods we consider to be good foods and bad foods and, and a, a lot of diet mentality that a lot of us have really been conditioned to believe. And it doesn't, in essence, it really doesn't help us when we go on vacation, when we have that notion of, you know, I, I, you know, now that I'm on vacation, I get to eat all the bad foods that I, you know, have been, uh, you know, wanting to eat all year round, but not really able to eat, for example. Um, Episode number four, I really talk about Um, you know, kind of debunking this notion that there is such a thing as good foods and bad foods. So if you haven't listened to episode number four, go have a listen. Um, And also episode number 12, right? Like in that episode, if if you haven't heard about it, I talk about mealtimes as a transaction. And, you know, just as a side note, if you haven't listened to that episode, go have a listen, because it might really give you a new perspective on what it is that you're trying to get out of mealtimes. And the bottom line is that when you eat, you're you're looking to get something, not just nutrients. And in that same vein, when we go on vacation, typically we're looking to feel something. And, you know, of course, you know, for many of us, we want a change of routine. We potentially, some of us want adventure. Maybe some of us want rest, whatever the case may be. The bottom line is that we typically do things because we want to feel a certain way. And it's the same thing with vacation. We go on vacation because we want something. We want to feel something. So my question for you is, what is it that you want? And kind of going back to the, the, you know, the, the other question that I had for you, which is if you haven't been taking yourself, taking care of yourself during the months leading up to your vacation, you may very well be thinking to yourself, like, this is my time. This is what I deserve. I've worked hard for this. And my question for you is, what is that? What is it that you deserve? I'm going to be talking about that at length in a subsequent episode, but I really want to caution you that if you have this thinking, right, 
that you never get time to take care of yourself. And now you have all this pent up like deferred maintenance, so to speak, for yourself. How does that translate in terms of how you're going to be acting on your vacation, right? How is that going to translate into your food choices or how you're spending your time? I want you to see vacations as opportunities to, to take care of yourself. They don't have to actually be challenging, right? Like what if the vacation is an opportunity to take care of yourself? Now, depending on where you're going, you may be thinking, that's wonderful, but I'm not going to an adult-only resort. I have my kids. Maybe I'm visiting family. Maybe it's going to be a pretty busy trip. Maybe it's not just going to be relaxing. You know, you might even be thinking you don't even want to go on this trip. You're just going because your spouse wants to or your in-laws want you to visit them or whatever. But I want you to recognize that you do have control over how you're thinking about this trip. In one way or another, you're agreeing to go, even if it's not your first choice. And how might acknowledging that you have a choice in the matter actually help you to find acceptance instead of resisting what is? So, you know, shifting gears slightly, I want to ask you, how are you processing stress and negativity in your life? Are vacations a break from the negativity? Like, are you, I guess the reason I'm asking is because I'm curious, are you, you know, jumping from vacation to vacation thinking that you just need a break from the regular stressors of your life? And if that's the case, how can you actually be taking care of yourself every day of the year in your regular non-vacation life? So that when you do go on vacation, of course you can enjoy yourself, but you're not dependent on the vacation in order to cope with the stressors in your life, right? Now, you might be thinking, you know, I'm about to go on vacation and gee, that's really nice. Everything you're telling me, I wish I knew that already. Or, you know, that ship has sailed. I'm already super stressed out going into this vacation. I just want to give you reassurance. It's never too late, right? It's never too late to start thinking about how you're managing stress in your life and see how that's really having a possible impact on, you know, your food choices, so, you know, whether you start taking care of yourself while you're on vacation or not, every single day is a chance and an opportunity for you to really tune in and just ask yourself my favorite question, which is, what do you need right now, right? When you ask yourself, what is it that I really need right now? And you actually ask yourself that throughout the year not just when you're on vacation. You have the ability to take care of yourself every single day of the year. And no, that doesn't necessarily mean in big, overtly glamorous ways like pedicures and spas and facials and that kind of thing. All those, although those things are really great too, okay? But even just in the smallest way, you know, is it trying to stay hydrated? and committing to drinking water, even on work days, even when it can be tricky to get a pee break in your routine day, right? Maybe it's something as simple as that. But 
in terms of how do we take care of ourselves every day and tune into our own needs, that kind of segues into a whole separate topic, my friends, that I will leave for another episode. And so I guess in closing, I just hope that if you are traveling this summer, I hope you have a fantastic time. And I guess on that note, I should probably go and continue packing up my suitcase for my trip to Spain. I'm super looking forward to it. I really hope you have a fantastic, fantastic week. And, you know, one last thing I will ask you is whether or not you've had a chance to leave a review. And if you've had a chance to subscribe to this podcast or to share this podcast with a friend, if you haven't yet, then I'm going to just ask you, please take two quick seconds to do any of the above. If you do, it will just help other very busy dentists like you find this podcast much, much more easily. And I would be super, super appreciative. So thank you so much. Muchísimas gracias y adiós. Bye. I will see you all next week. Hey, if you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. It's time to make your weight loss goal a reality.